You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody, to the Next Level Podcast with Michael McIntyre, your humble host. Listen, I want to talk about a few things, some current event things. Yes, you know, I often tell you all that I think it's important to know the water you swim in. And many of you know I'm a believer, conservative, and uh, I'm a political junkie, kind of a news junkie, maybe sometimes too much. Yeah, maybe so. But I want to talk to you about this last debate which I thought it was interesting. Some of you might not have seen it. I think it's worth your while going back and watching the debates, whether the Democrat or Republican or just, you know, it's just, I just think it's important to see. And listen, we got too many people on that stage as it is, but it makes it interesting. One of the things I want to talk about is social media or anti-social media, because really social media is not social. It's anti-social. It's like, nobody's involved with anybody any longer because they're on their phones or they're staring at their phones or nose are in the phones or children are in that teenagers, adults, young adults, old adults, everybody's on the phone. So really it's not social media. It's anti-social media, but that's a whole nother ball game. And listen, I'm on social media and, and I'm on it too. The anti-social media, right? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on podcasts. Like you're listening to now which is great. I think it's a wonderful form of communication. One of the best, in my opinion, YouTube. And uh, I'm also on TikTok. That's right. I said it. I know some of you out there, conspiracy theorists, and maybe some actual truth to this, that the Chinese are getting everything. Well, let me just tell you, I want to tell you a story. Because there was a big debate recently with Nikki Haley and Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. And I like both of them. I, I kind of like Vivek a little bit better. He's not establishment. He's not been a politician. I think Nikki Haley is smart. I think she's really well-spoken. And I think she's conservative, but she's establishment. I'm really not an establishment guy any longer since Trump came in. And do I like Trump? Yes. Do I like his personality? I love it. But do I like the way he steps on rakes every day? I don't love it. Listen, I just don't. I like Ron DeSantis too. You know, I like all of them. All of the Republicans, in my opinion, would be better than what we have now. But that's a whole nother topic. I'm not going to get into that. All right. But let's talk about TikTok, because in this last debate, some of you may have watched. And if you haven't, it's interesting to watch at least YouTube and go to, you know, look at the debate between Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy. It's the battle of the Indians, man. And they're both brilliant people. And it got into talking about TikTok. And and I know Vivek has flip-flopped a little bit, and he's a young politician, or not a politician, he's just young. He's 38, 39 years old. I remember when I was 38, 39, thank God they didn't have all my stuff on tape. But, you know, he she scolded him for being on TikTok, and this is giving up all your information and knowing everything. And 
I just thought it was interesting. I mean, I really did. One of the things Vivek said I thought was really profound. He goes, listen, we've got to go. The Republican Party, the conservatives have got to go where the eyeballs are. And where are the eyeballs, especially the millennials, the Gen Zs are on TikTok. And that's just the truth. And you've got to get out there. You've, if, do you want, if you want to win an election, whether you're Democrat, Republican, or Independent, you've got to be on TikTok. And I think Nikki Haley's missing the point. And here's the other thing, is the government knows everything anyway. In 1998, I'm going to give you a true story. In 1998, I had my insurance company, blowing and going, big-time company. And this is 1998, right? And before internet, Really, the internet was just coming into play. Really, 1996 came in, and I it might have been 1997 this happened, but it is around this era. And social media definitely wasn't even invented at that point. I don't even think MySpace was out there yet. Uh, at any rate, we had a big company, and one of my managers of the call center that we had at the time came into my office with the Dallas Morning newspaper and her name is Nancy. And she says, Hey, Michael, look at this. And I said, okay, what am I looking at? And it showed me pictures of 10 people. So this is the FBI's 10 most wanted list currently. So, okay. Fascinating. She said, yeah, but there's two of them that work for us. <laughs> like what? How did that happen? She said, and here's the thing. She said, they haven't been here for three days. I don't know what to do. I said, okay. And what are they wanted for? She goes, I don't know. But they're on the top 10 FBI most wanted list. And, you know, here they are in our company, you know, in the call center. And so I called my attorney. And my attorney worked for a, a large law firm, Guardian Wynn here in Dallas, probably 600-person law firm had offices around the country, very well respected. And he was a great attorney. And I called him, his name's Tony. I said, Tony, here's the situation. He said, okay, let me, let me do some checking out. Let me see what we need to do in this. And I said, they might not ever come back. You know, they haven't been here for three days. They haven't called, they haven't done anything. And so he said, all right, let me make a few phone calls. Now here's what he said happened from that point on. He called the FBI, the local FBI here in Dallas office and said, hey, one of my clients didn't mention my name or my company. Said He said, one of my clients has these two individuals working for them, unbeknownst to them that they were wanted by the FBI. But we saw in the paper today that they're on the 10 most wanted list. And he, he gave them the names of the people who were wanted. And he gave them his name, but didn't give my name or the, our company's name. Within, I think it was like eight hours, okay, the FBI was at our office. There was no other conversation with my attorney. The FBI was at our office, okay, with 12 special agents. They know everything. This is back in 1997, 1998. They know everything. They, you know, didn't get authorization to look into my attorney's files and see who his client was. All they did was, which that's what they probably did, unless they have some really good 
people who have, you know, are Holy Spirit connected bigly. Anyways, the fact of the matter is, and we caught the people, they, and they coached us because they said, you know, it took 10 days, though. We had the FBI in our office for 10 days until they caught these guys and these bad actors. And they finally came in to pick up the paycheck and they got them. And so, and we were glad to help and we were happy to help. And FBI was really cool, really professional. And uh, yeah, and so we had that. But what I, the, the point I'm making is they already know everything about you. If they want to know everything about you, all they have to do is press three or four buttons and they know everything about you. So if you stay off TikTok, okay, unless you're completely off the grid, living in some you know remote area in Montana, Wyoming, or Utah, and you know, and and shut down all your bank accounts, shut down, take out all your stuff and and put it all in a paper sack. And it'll probably take five, maybe 10 years before you're completely off the grid. Because somebody, some camera, somewhere will figure you out. So the point is, just because you're on TikTok, or let's say you're not on TikTok, let's say you've never been on TikTok. In fact, maybe you pray against TikTok, whatever. They still know everything about you. And they have for a long, long time. And this goes back probably 60, 70 years. Have you watched Oppenheimer? Come on. So Nikki Haley sounds good for a sound bite, but look, whether you're on TikTok or you've never been on, even if you've never been on social media, which I was not, there wasn't a social media back in 97, 97, 98, they still know everything about you and they can find out if they want to. So, <laughs> you know, I saw a little funny thing on reels this morning about aliens too, you know, the, 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 the UFO sightings. I just think that's a tail wagging the dog. I just think it's distractions. It's like, look at duck, you know, look at the shiny object. So we don't look at what's going on in DC or what's going on in Ukraine or what's going on in these places. That's my theory. There's no UFOs. None of that, you know, listen, we have, nine eight and a half billion people on this planet and probably i would probably say better than 35 percent of them have a phone and nobody's actually got a up close picture and if these aliens have they never landed when they do just do a flyby and say oh man that sucks <laughs> we're gonna keep going come on so don't be distracted by these shiny objects and don't be worrying about TikTok. Don't be worrying about that stuff. Give it to Jesus, man. Just, you know, how about praying to Jesus, spending time with the Lord, looking in scripture? Yeah. How about going out there and making some money? So let's talk about making money. I did a live today on Instagram about, you know, listen, taking care of your temple. How often do you take care of your temple? Everything that we do here at McIntyre is based on John 10, 10. You've heard this before. The enemy, Satan, Beelzebub, the dark prince, came to destroy. But Jesus came to give us life abundant. And what is life? Well, life is our temple. How do we take care of it? I went and had my blood work done today. How often do I get my blood work done? About three or four months. Every three or four months, people say, McIntyre, why do you do that? Because I want to live. And when I, I not just live, but I want to be healthy. I want to be able to do things. I, I have, I, I believe I have a mission for him and I have a vision for him. And so I want to be a visionary and not just a missionary. And so to do that, I want to stay healthy. I need to eat right. I need to get my blood checked. 
I need to see where my cholesterol levels, I need to see where my, all my tables are at. And it's so easy today. Back in the stone age, I remember you had to make a special doctor's appointment, which would, you know, maybe be, you know, two or three weeks, four weeks out. And then you had to go sit in a waiting room and then they come in and then they rub up, rubbing alcohol over your arm and then jab you a few times trying to find your vein. It's not like that today. You can go to these places called any lab or they can get it anytime. I get there at 8 a.m. in the morning. I only drank black coffee that morning, which my hypoglycemia comes in because like I get really yucky. <laughs> and so uh, I get there seven minutes, seven minutes, man, in and out, got my blood work. They'll have the results tomorrow. One day later, I'll send them to my internist, my cardiologist, my doctors. I'll look at that stuff, adjust meds. People say, McIntyre, you take meds? Yes, I do. That's big pharma. Thank you, Jesus, for big pharma. Yeah, I realize big pharma is not the greatest consumer advocate out there, but they keep some people alive. They do. They really do. Some people live a lot longer because of big pharma. And people say, well, it's so expensive. Yeah. So is research and development. Billions of dollars. Okay. There's things, you know, listen, why do you think we live to 80 now? It's, it's you know, some of it's genetic, 100%. But some of it is because we have statins or we have, you know, baby uh, aspirin that keeps our blood uh, thin. I mean, there's different things, right? Some of us, when we, you know, God forbid we get cancer, we get, you know, certain kind of treatment, immuno, uh, immunotherapy, radiation, chemotherapy, keeps us alive longer. These are good things. And this stuff costs money to do. Anyways, I know, I know there's some of you out there, you know, I'm never taking an antibiotic. I get it. My wife's against the antibiotics too. I take them. If I'm sick, if I got a bad bronchitis or something, I take them. Uh, but I also take vitamins every day. I also exercise six days a week. I also eat clean every day. Yeah. Have I always done that? No, I haven't. But I do now. And I have for the last several years. And it's really helped me a lot. I sleep well. I get to bed at 10 o'clock. I get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock every day. Don't set an alarm. People say, McIntyre, you do that seven days a week? Yes, that's my life. It's seven days a week. I want to keep extending it for those seven days. And I want to get stuff done. So let's talk about making money. First thing is get your butt out of bed. Yeah, some of you listening to this, Mac, I get up at 8.30. I get up at 7.30. I get up at 6.30. Stop being a thumb sucker, man. Get out of bed, five o'clock, man. Start making things happen. Here's what I like is you got time. You get to spend more time with Jesus. You get to spend more time working on your business. You get to spend more time getting your thoughts together. Maybe exercise, eat a nice healthy breakfast drink your coffee, whatever it is you do, so you can get ready for the day. So when eight o'clock comes around and the rest of the world's waking up, you're ready to go, baby. You're already past that. You're on, you're on go. You're let's go, let's go, let's go. Roll, baby. And that's how you do it. All right. So with that bit of advice, take it or leave it. Uh, in the heart of building a business, being an entrepreneur is solving problems and serving others. If you want to start a business, do something, find a business. I've got this one person that's coming into MBA, and they've got a really unique business. And I said, listen, first of all, you need to get the hell out of New Mexico. Okay, Come to Dallas, the land of milk and honey, or Texas, because this is where money is moving rapidly. And it's pro-business. You've heard me talk about this last week, pro-business. I like pro-business. It's a maverick city. Yeah, they don't care if you went to SMU or BYU or, you know, prison U. If you've got a good idea, 
okay, and you work hard, yeah, they'll give you a shot. I like that. All right, but you've got to solve problems and serve others. Know your competition. Undercut your competition. Keep yourself lean. Make your business lean. Mm -hmm. If you're side hustle, same thing. The secret, the secret trait that separates successful entrepreneurs from everyone else is found in their ability to think outside the box. Come up with a new mousetrap, bro, sis. Something that's not out there. It's so easy. Listen, I was just thinking last night. I was thinking last night, you know, watching the debate or the night before. And if we had social media in 19, let me see, I got my insurance license in 1980. Was it 1981? I think it was. If we had social media like we have today, or if we just had the internet back then, maybe instead of creating a company of 3 billion, I'd have created it to 100 billion. That's right. You guys are so blessed. I'm so blessed to be living in an era to where I can do this social media advertising, mass marketing in the nth degree. And for those of you out there that aren't on Instagram, Facebook, I know some of you millennials and Gen Zs don't even know what the hell Facebook is. Listen, grow up. You're missing the boat. I know Facebook's not cool because your mom's on it and your dad's on it or your grandparents are on it. Guess who has all the money? They do, bro. <laughs> Think outside the box, man. Think outside the box. I'm coaching this company out of California. Really cool company. Total hipsters, man. They don't have a clue, but they're going to get a clue. And I'm going to be excited to help them with the clue. All right. Here's the other thing is partner with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Get your mind connected with the universal source of God making money ideas. Chris Valentin taught me this, that algorithm that's always going out there. Some people pull on it and some people don't. Pull on it. Listen to these things. He'll tell you what you need to do. Some of it's uncomfortable. Some of it's trying to get out of your box. That's the way it is. That's how you become a multimillionaire. That's how you become a $100,000 person that you've got your bills paid in $100,000 in the bank and you're going to Maui or you're going to Cancun or you're going to the French Riviera once a year. Wouldn't that be nice? Maybe your mortgage isn't paid off, but you've got all your bills covered, cars paid, leased, whatever, and an extra 175 grand sitting in the bank. Kids are in college, you're covering that. Yeah. Daughter's getting married, 50 grand, boom, not a problem. You want to open up a deal and help and bless people that's in Mogandish or wherever, where Heidi Baker hangs out, or, or you want to help somebody in, in, in South Dakota, the Indian reservation, you want to help them out to discover Jesus and you need to give them 10 grand. Yeah, it's the way to do it. That's kingdom, man. And so, look. You know, and you want to enjoy yourself and take your family to the Ritz Carlton in Cancun and spend 10 days there and drop 20 grand. Yeah. Living, man. That's right. To do that, to get there, to be an entrepreneur, you got to get out of the box. You need coaching, number one. Okay. Talking to a really successful roofer today. Listen, you know, he just hired me as his coach because he's tired of chasing his tail. You know, he gets he gets really good, he gets an extra three, four hundred thousand dollars, then all of a sudden. He gets fat and happy and then things get a little bit lazy and things get the, or it gets difficult and he expects somebody else to do it. <laughs> uh, 
I said, listen, bro, here's what we're going to do is we're going to inspect what you expect. He said, McIntyre, I just want to build this company up and sell it. I'm with you, bro. That's what I did. I get it. But it, you need to put in the time. You need to put, you need to do the hard things because the hard things is what separates everybody from everybody else, from the successful people, from the people who are just thinking and dreaming and hoping for success as they sit there and watch, you know, Netflix for eight hours or on their video games for four hours. If you're addicted to video games, I encourage you to do this. Donate that video game to the enemy's camp. Thank you, Jesus, I never got on video games. Because I know I would have been like with the headset talking to people and, you know, from Bangladesh to, you know, Albuquerque to, you know, you know, over there in West Germany about some stupid thing driving or shooting the hell out of somebody. That's a big, massively waste of time. Listen, you're not guaranteed a lot of time. Some people died today. Some people got shot today. Some people got died of cancer. Some people were in their 30s today that died. Some people were in their 50s. Some people were in their 90s. Listen, Senator uh, Feinstein died today. She's 90 years old, lived a long life, very successful life. I didn't like her politics by any stretch, but she lived a long life. You don't know when your time's going to be up. Make the most of it. Don't waste it. Spend time with the people you love. Bless people with some money, honey, and do it altruistically too. That's the best thing. You know, give somebody $10,000 and they don't know where it's from. All right. So how do you do that? Become an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship, capitalism. It's like Vivek says, the very best way to bring people out of poverty. It's true. And if you've got that poverty mindset, you need to get off that. Get into scripture, okay? I would suggest you start reading Matthew. Read the uh, uh, the parable of the talents. Yeah, it's really good. And so for so long, our churches have coddled Christians. Oh, it's okay. You're not making any money. Really? Hmm. I'd like to see the pastor, see how long they go without a paycheck. See if it's okay. Yeah, That's right. I said it. Listen, I want pastors to make a lot of money. In fact, I think the church has done it, you know, bass backwards, okay? Because the people in the church should be making good money. That way, the church can grow and true kingdom leadership would happen. And wealth is created, not only in the church, but also in the people that follow that church. They get a mindset that they don't have to be broke the rest of their life and that there's a place out there for them and they don't have to live in poverty or the poverty mindset and teach people how to break off that generational curse and get out there and get after it. Why the sunshine make hay. Listen, if you're breathing, okay, if you can see, if you can hear and you can walk and talk and you, and you got, then the sun is shining, my friends. Self-discipline, get up early, get organized. We worship a God of order. We don't worship a God of confusion. Do not be double-minded. Let your yes be yes, your no be no. And go make some money, honey. If you don't know how to make money, hire a coach. They'll teach you. We just happen to run one of the best coaching companies on the planet, which is called the SEAL Team 6, Next Level Experience. And it's great. Or you can hire Stacy and I, which is expensive and great. But look, invest in yourself. Take care of yourself. Don't be worried about all the conspiracy stuff. You know, I hear people all the time, I won't go to Starbucks anymore. Really? Listen, we were at Starbucks yesterday, young lady, very conservative, Republican, sweet lady. Just, you know, there's good people that work at Starbucks. You get If you get so into this conspiracy and, and stopping doing, you know, 
Listen, the only thing that I would not ever entertain is Planned Parenthood. And there's a lot of horror flicks I don't go to. I don't want to see that stuff. I think it's horrible. And I don't want to go see gratuitous sex movies, you know, R-rated. I'll go see an R-rated movie, but not just because it has gratuity. Because, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to see that or, you know, massive violence. So you do need to protect yourself. But I think when we get into this thing, you know, I think Target shot themselves in the foot. Bud Light <laughs> hung themselves from a tree. And I, I'm not a big beer drinker anyway, but I, I think what's happened to Bud Light is fantastic. It's called capitalism at the finest. But I do like Starbucks. I know some of y'all think Starbucks is terrible and they're gross and they're ugly and they donate to Planned Parenthood and they're evildoers, but not all of them. Anyways, because I like the convenience. I do. And I try other coffee places too. <laughs> Just being real. Yeah. And listen, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of things out there in life that aren't lined up with the Lord. But you can change that if you go in there and pray with somebody at Starbucks. Yeah. Who knows? Might be somebody else out there that won't go and have an abortion. Look at that ripple effect. All right. Hope you're having a good day on this beautiful day. Subscribe, share, give it to some other people. We're going to have some really cool guests coming up. Listen, we have Echoes of Creation that's coming up. Listen, one thing I want to say, and I've, I think I said this before, is whether you're a business owner, whether you're an entrepreneur, want to be, music director, music writer, worship leader, maybe you want to write a book. Echoes Creation. It's going to be awesome. December 1st and 2nd. Excuse me. We have the VIP dinner starting November 30th at 630, which is really going to be cool because you get to rub elbows with all the presenters. And then you have a chance to, for that at lunch too on the 1st and that dinner too on the 2nd. And then we're going to show uh, some movies. We're going to show the Accelerate, Accelerator series. And then also we're going to show some, I think, Nefarious. We're going to have a special viewing of that with the filmmakers, Chuck and Carrie, who filmed and produced Unplanned, God's Not Dead 1 and 2, and Unplanned, which is about abortion, which is a really good thing. And my son in love and daughter got to write the score for that film. And then we're going to also see, yeah, and they also did Nefarious. So, and Nefarious is like a master's thing in apologetics. It's really, really good. In fact, it was funny as we we're having lunch with them. And I said, man, that, that clip for Nefarious is freaky, man. I didn't even want to watch that movie. He said, I know we did that to capture the younger group, the younger audience, which they did. But Nefarious, it's, it's not scary, spooky. I mean, it's the enemy and all that sort of thing, but it's a, it's a master class on apologetics. It really is. And it's done really well. So anyways, we got Nastia Lukin coming in, the five-time gold medalist of the Olympics of 2008. She's going to be uh, a keynote speaker. We got Carrie Lloyd coming in. She wrote a Noble Renaissance, a bestseller book. Stacey and I are reading it right now. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So Carrie's going to be a keynote speaker. We got Victory Boyd, Grammy winner, songwriter with Jay-Z, and she's just incredible. And I know a lot of y'all follow her, and she's been through Next Level Experience. And anyway, she's going to come and speak as well. And then we have Mike Manny, who's an amazing, another Grammy winner, producer, done some work for Eric Clapton and some other people, J-Lo, and some Christian leaders as well. Listen, we got a, we got a, it's a star-studded lineup of people, and God's brought all these people to us. It really has. Sandy McGuire has been a huge help for us bringing these people in. So 
It's going to be cool. We've got Nick Poe coming in at Tall Pines Publishing Books. We've got Tina Poog coming in, who's Destiny Image. It's going to talk about getting your books out there. We've got Jeff Crilly, who's going to help you in public relations on how to get on TV, how to get your promotion, if you want to. I mean, some of you do. Some of you want to be coaches. Some of you want to be writers, songwriters. Maybe some of you just have a business that you want to get more ads on. Yeah? And then we've got me. We have Stacy McIntyre, we have Brianna McIntyre, Brecca Mack, my other daughter, and Brittany Kanika, my other daughter, and my son-in-law, Blake Kanika, and Casey Mack, my other son-in-law, all going to be there. We're going to be talking about MBA, McIntyre Business Accelerator, and we're going to have a breakout for entrepreneurs. We're going to have a breakout for the writers. We're going to have a breakout for the movie producers, script writers, and there's going to be a time for you to pitch them as well. So anyways, I believe the tickets are 400 hours. And uh, I get them while the getting's good. Also, if you want to come in from out of town, listen, we've got a five-star hotel, the Marriott, and we got the rooms for $119. And we've only got like 120 rooms scheduled. <laughs> Excuse me. So if you want a room, you need to book it soon, okay? Buy you a ticket, book the room. It's $119 a night. Take your wife. Take your, take your best friend, take your friend of me, take your husband, take your pastor. Anyways, bring somebody or just come by yourself. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be December 1st and 2nd, and we're going to have full breakfast. We're going to have coffee. We're going to have breakouts. We're going to have fellowship. We're going to have, oh, Alyssa Smith is going to be doing worship. Come on. How good is that? Alyssa Smith, surrounded. Yeah. Surrounded. Yeah. Fight my battles, baby. All right. So also we've got Next Level Experience coming up October 27th, 28th, 29th. Listen, cost you zero to come into this. Transformation is hard. Transformation is not easy, but we make it really good. We make it hard. It is hard. It's fun. It's emotional. It's an experience. It's a next level experience. But here's the cool thing. It costs you no money to come in. It's here in Dallas, Texas, nice hotel. We've got a good room rate on that place too, but you need to apply and it's going to fill up. And so at the end of the two and a half days, because it is a time commitment, it's not a conference like Echoes of Creation is. This is a, a this is a you come for two and a half days you, and we have breaks. We got to go to lunch, we go to dinner, all that stuff, but you're committed there. Okay. You don't come and go as you please. It's, it's not that, but transformation is takes you from where you're at to beautiful where you began and it is beautiful and so go check that out next level experience and then good we got a lot of stuff happening how's your life working are you showing up big are you complaining you know complaining is to the enemy as worship is to god listen i know none of this is easy it's not supposed to be easy let's go out there and make it happen show up big if you're a believer, even if you're not a believer, show up big, man. It's worth it. God bless you. Hey, subscribe. Send this out to somebody you love. Maybe somebody you hate. <laughs> maybe somebody you're in between on. Yeah, maybe you dumped somebody and they need to see, see this. Maybe somebody did you wrong. Jesus says to love everybody always. Tough cut, baby. All right, God bless you. Thanks for listening. Cheers. listening to the next level podcast don't forget to subscribe rate review and share for more resources to help you maintain your next level life join our community at the michael